the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. The mother of one of the fallen Marines in the Kabul airport attacks is inviting the president to her son's funeral. Uh, Not the current president. Uh, She has invited Donald Trump. She says it will be an honor to meet the real president at the memorial service for her 20-year-old son, Kareem Nikui. Shanna Chappell is the mom. Uh, He was killed in the Kabul attack. She says Biden has blood on his hands. And she has issued a public plea for President Trump to come to his funeral. She says, I would love if you somehow, my president, you, Mr. Trump, could be present. It would be such an honor to meet the real president of the United States of America, President Trump. I love you, and America loves you. Um, So Trump has responded, thank you, our country loves you, and especially loves your beautiful boy, Kareem. So I don't know if Trump will go, but... um, Told you the stories of those who were attending the transfer, the dignified transfer of remains, and Biden talking about his son, Bo, and equating his grief to that of uh, those whose grief was just fresh from their sons and daughters being returned home. And uh, it did not go well. It definitely did not go well. Uh, Nor is it going well with U.S. military veterans who are engaged in trying to get people out of Afghanistan. They claim that the State Department is not helping and in some cases is hindering them. Uh, Chris Mills is a U.S. military veteran who says the Biden administration has stopped private flights which were being used to evacuate uh, people who have special immigrant visas or American citizens. He made the remarks on Tuesday night, last night. On CNN with Chris Cuomo. Too bad nobody watches it. Nobody saw it. So Chris Mills said he had 25 American citizens on a plane ready to get out. And here's his comment. That was thwarted by the State Department and then the Department of Defense, where they essentially tried to deny us. They told us that if we landed this aircraft, we were going to ground the pilots. 25 Americans. He said they then had to try to arrange a land border crossing, uh, which was much more complex because, of course it is. If you can get in the air, you can get out. But if you have to uh, traverse over land, well, then you've got some issues. Um, Also yesterday, here's an update to the story about Rolling Stone publishing the completely false report that Oklahoma hospitals were overrun with people who had been, <laughs> I can't even believe you'd run this. That you think like some things cross your desk, and you go, "This can't be true." This would be one of those. Rolling Stone magazine ran a story on their website 
that hospitals in Oklahoma were so overwhelmed with patients taking the veterinary version of the drug ivermectin that they could not tend to gunshot wound victims. So you show up at the hospital. Hey, I've been wounded. Got a shootout at the OK Corral here in Norman, Oklahoma. Sorry, we can't help you, sir. We have a bunch of people who've taken a horse dewormer because they have COVID. That was not true. It was not close to being true. It was refuted by Oklahoma hospital systems. Now, rather than just go gently and quietly into that good night, uh, Rolling Stone has added an update to its original story. Uh, The headline for the story has changed, but the magazine attempts to salvage its original story by (laughs) by emphasizing that only one hospital has has disputed the original story. Rolling Stone now notes, we have been unable to independently verify any such cases as of the time of this update. Huh? In other words, since no other hospitals have come forward to say, hey, this is not true, they're saying, it could be true. If true, that's one of the favorite phrases out there. If true, blah, 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 blah. No matter how unscrupulous and unbelievable and fanciful the story is, hey, if it's true, well, then, wow, we'd really have something here, wouldn't we? Yes, you really would have something there, except that your story is ridiculous. (laughs) Nobody is being turned away for gunshot wounds because people are taking ivermectin. Speaking of ivermectin, Joe Rogan, podcast star, is contemplating (laughs) suing CNN, because CNN, specifically the great Jim Acosta, in an interview Sunday with the greatest of all doctors. No, not 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 Dr. Jill Biden, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Sunday on CNN, Jim Acosta defamed Joe Rogan. This is not a smart thing to do when you work at a network that's lost 68% of its viewers and you're taking on a podcaster who signed a contract with, I think it's Spotify, for $100 million. Joe Rogan's got coin. Joe Rogan can sue you, and Joe Rogan just might. He asked on yesterday's podcast, do I have to sue CNN? They're making stuff up. They keep saying I took horse dewormer. I literally got it from a doctor. It's an American company that won the Nobel Prize in 2015 for use of ivermectin in human beings. And CNN is saying that I'm taking a horse dewormer. They must know it's a lie. Well, they do. I'm sure know that it's a lie, that you didn't just go to your local feed store and go grab a tube of ivermectin and start using it like toothpaste. But then again, Jim Acosta has never been known to be ruled by the truth or anything even tangentially representing the truth. Here's what Acosta said in his interview with Fauci. The podcast host, Joe Rogan, he came down with COVID. He says he's been taking, uh uh-oh, don't quote a guy saying something he didn't quote say. He says he's been taking the livestock dewormer, ivermectin, as well as other treatments that people talk about on the internet and so on. on. It doesn't have an effect on COVID, obviously. Well, we're going to have Dennis Prager on the show tomorrow at 11.33 a.m. And Dennis Prager, the wise one. Measured, purposeful, smart, 
analytical Dennis Prager extols the virtues of ivermectin. So now I have two things I have to ask Dennis Prager. One is about ivermectin, and I already forgot what the other one was. But I will think of it. Maybe you'll remind me of it. Send me an email, bruce at 989theanswer.com, bruce at 989theanswer.com. Now, Alex Berenson has been banished from Twitter, but he has not been silenced. Remember the site Substack.com. Substack.com. Google Alex Berenson Substack.com, and you'll get all the free content that he offers. If you want to pay for it, that's your choice. There are other sites that I would invest in unless you're completely fascinated by COVID and all its latest developments. Berenson will give you the straight scoop on it. Today, his post says, in July, scientists and physicians at the University of Bristol, not in Connecticut, in Great Britain, one of Britain's top universities, published a paper that talks about the prevalence of the impact on the hearts of young people from taking the COVID vaccine. This is what we've heard. This is the the moderate acknowledgement of the medical public about COVID-19 vaccines in young people. You flash back to last year at this time when Ohio State was not playing Big Ten football. And the reason it was not playing Big Ten football was because there was this fear in the medical community that if you got COVID as a college football player, as a young athlete, it would cause you to suffer from inflammation around the heart muscle, myocarditis, a sometimes permanent condition. So they didn't want guys to play football because, you know, you're exchanging your sweat and your blood and all these other things and slobbering on each other in the middle of play at the line of scrimmage. And that would, of course, be a super spreader event for COVID. And we don't want our athletes to end up with myocarditis. Hence, we can't play Big Big Ten football. That was the viewpoint coming out of the Big Ten office. Well, they found out that, oh, feeding little bits of COVID into your system or reprogram, that's the J&J vaccine, or reprogramming your system to think it's had COVID or has COVID and telling the body to fight it also led to much higher than expected levels of myocarditis in young people. And now this university in Britain has published a paper explaining why. It looks like the spike protein in COVID-19 makes your bodies produce a chemical, a, a material that has the potential to damage your heart. Uh, They talk about the levels of this in your heart and how it leads to and can lead to uh, more problems with myocarditis. So, Again, Berenson can't get that out widespread on Twitter because Jack Dorsey won't allow him to, but it is on his substack. Taken together, these papers provide at least a potential avenue through which the vaccines may cause myocarditis and other heart damage. Oh, you say that on Twitter, you're done. Spike proteins may be leaking into the blood after vaccination and damaging crucial cells. How frequently this is happening is unknown, But the real-world evidence shows that the myocarditis link is real, as even the Centers for Disease Control now admits. Yes, that is true. 
And Berenson writes, in a saner world, regulators and public health experts would make researching this potential link a top priority. Unfortunately, and he's dead right about this, the fanaticism around vaccines has made honest discussion of the myocarditis link and other potential cardiac problems nearly impossible and research into them even harder. So as we continue to grope for answers to questions we are barely allowed to ask. Yes, and those questions won't be asked this afternoon at 3 either because either our local media lacks the sophistication to do it or the the doctors that will appear at a 3 o'clock press conference with Andrew Ginther uh, will instead just cite test result percentage increases to make you think that our hospitals are overrun. Our hospitals are not overrun. Our hospitals have the ability to adjust, expand their spaces for ICUs if they need them, which right now they don't. Keep that in mind when you hear the people talking this afternoon at 3. One of the purposes that I hope I serve here on The Bruce Hooley Show is to give you an outlet to come with your horror stories from your public school. Hopefully we'll be able to get things changed or at least give you an outlet to air them. I would be curious to know which school board candidates uh, should be supported in your local districts. Uh, If you care to shoot me an email, bruce at 989theanswer.com. I will vet them, maybe have them on the air, find out what they stand for, because this is a very, very important uh, election coming up in November for local school boards. Most have two uh, vacancies, and people are elected to four-year terms. So if you don't get it right on your boards now, and people are just becoming aware of how influential those boards are, These are the people who are making the decisions on whether your kids are wearing masks or whether you have to be vaccinated to go to school, whether your teachers have to be vaccinated, this, that, and the other. Uh, It's too late to run. Hopefully you heeded my warnings in August and filed before the deadline. But if you've done that and you have candidates that you support, let me know who they are and let me know why. It's very good news that the homeschooling boom seems to be uh, growing rapidly. Uh, My oldest daughter is now homeschooled. One of my other daughters was homeschooled until this year when we found a very good private school uh, in which to enroll her and her younger sister. But uh, homeschooling nationwide has doubled in the past two years, brought on by the pandemic, of course, because parents had to figure out, well, my kids are home. I can't go to work or maybe I can go to work. If I can work from home, can they work from home? Uh, In 2019, there were about 2.5 million homeschool students nationwide. Today, there are nearly 5 million. So what percentage of America's school kids are homeschooled? Do you have a guess in your mind? Okay. The actual percentage is 11%. 11%. More than 1 in 10. Uh, Here are some numbers from some of the states... In the U.S., Vermont, homeschooling applications up 75%. Uh, North Carolina, the site where the state lays out how you can homeschool, what the parameters are for it. The site got so much traffic last year, it crashed. In California, applications for homeschooling tripled from 2020 to 2021. And in Alaska, and you would kind of expect this, A quarter of the students in the state are now homeschooled. Here in Ohio, 
The state has rules, regulations, how you get certified, how you follow through. Very easy to find. Just Google it. In Texas and in Florida, very well-run states, parents are not required to notify the state how many are homeschooled, so they don't really know. Uh, But in one South Florida school district, Jupiter Farms Elementary School saw 10% of its student population withdraw this year. The presumption is that almost all of them are being taught at home. Don't get the idea either that it's only like white evangelicals or white hippie kids that are being educated at home. The numbers show that black, Latino, and Asian families are even likelier than white families to educate their kids at home. So this is something you can do. I know a lot of you think, I can't do that. I could never do that. Uh, You probably have an incorrect assumption of what homeschooling is. You probably think you're, you have to move all the furniture out of a room and establish a classroom and install a blackboard. Uh, it's not like that at all, okay? You uh, can find many different curriculum options out there, and it's really a monitored self-study. If your kids are you know, beyond the age where they have any, an attention span of any sort. So... I would encourage it. I would encourage you to look hard at it, particularly in two-parent families, particularly where you work at home. Uh, We would have scoffed at homeschooling five, six years ago. Then, frankly, we just met so many young people who were so impressive who were, where you go to school? Oh, I'm homeschooled. Wow, they're not at all what I thought they would be like. The popular misconception is that they're all socially inept. Could not be further from the truth. Homeschool kids are so much better able to engage with others, are so much more self-motivated, and you'll develop these characteristics. And here's another benefit of it that we've found in our family, and I would presume this is true of everyone. If you have two kids and you're frustrated because they don't really seem to get along always the way you want them to get along. One of the real side benefits of homeschooling is that when they are each other's classmate, they don't fight more, they fight less. They become each other's social outlet buddy. That was definitely, definitely a result of homeschooling in our home. And who knows? Maybe it'll be the result of homeschooling in yours. There's also the option of homeschooling co-ops where you can bundle together with several other families and rotate it around. So it's very doable. I would encourage you to do it, and it's clear from the numbers that it's being done uh, in widespread ways throughout the country. Now, this is a weird story. This sounds like a sitcom come to life. Uh, In fact, I've watched sitcoms with this as a premise. It always ends up being funny. This is not funny. Health authorities in Spain are blaming human error for the switching of two baby girls in a maternity ward almost 20 years ago. After one of them discovered by chance through a DNA test as a teenager that she was not the daughter of her presumed parents. Uh, The authorities at this Spanish hospital have not been able to find out who was to blame. I wouldn't expect them to be able to find that out. What are the odds that the same people are still working at the hospital that were there 20 years ago when this child was born? The kids were mixed up in 2002 after being born five hours apart. They were both in incubators because they were born underweight. 
So you know what's coming next, right? A lawsuit. A lawsuit. The one who discovered it is suing for $3.5 million. Wow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.